Going Greyhounds for your daily update of the latest news and tips. A very good morning and welcome to Going Greyhounds. This is the 13th of April 2021, 10.32am. I'm Mark Olmus. Wonderful to be with you after what was a superb weekend. The 2021 Golden Easter Egg Carnival came to a spectacular close on Saturday night with a big night of racing from Wentworth Park. The first of the features, race two, was the listed Ultrasense, named after, of course, the inaugural winner of the Golden Easter Egg going all the way back to 1990, where... Redshift 7 recorded a new personal best at headquarters with a marvellous 29.55 victory. What was most stunning about the win was the price. Over $11 on the New South Wales towed after coming up as $3.50 on tab fixed odds going back to around Wednesday last week uh, and was the fastest of the heat winners. Quite a remarkable start to the evening of features. Up next, it was the youngsters in the Group 3 new sensation where Jungle Deuce, uh, not Deuce, not juice, but somewhere in between juice, we were reliably informed by Clay Mawson, one of the part owners of the dog's pronunciation. Uh, upstaged a very, very hot field in a quick run of 29.31, arguably could have gone quicker. The victory gave trainer Jack Smith his second new sensation title, having won the race back in 2019 with, of course, the cult hero, Feral Frankie. More on Jungle Juice because ties in very, very well to the winner of the Golden Easter Egg. Uh, race six, uh, the first leg of the treble it would have been. Saw a brilliant come from behind victory by Stanley Road. The favourite was the easing favourite, the Group 1 Association Cup, the first of the highlight features of the evening. The son of Alan D would have lost no admirers had he lost after finding uh, some pretty bad luck at the start and then down the back. But, gee, he showed some street smarts to take the split and nab the win at the right time and I don't think you'll hear a bigger cheer anywhere it was huge and obviously the punters were right on we'll have a chat to Mark Gat later on in the show this year's Amber Soli of course was an emotional one uh, Paul's wife Pat recently passed away but he was still able to be on track to watch the Victorian Raider Lakeview Walter claim the prize and finally the main event went the way of WA superstar Tommy Shelby who exploded from box eight and was able to hold off a gallant wow to break his Sydney Group 1 drought in a race record time of 29.27. We'll catch up with Steve Withers shortly. The New South Wales feature race action now heads to Maitland this Thursday, where heats of the Group 2 Gold Cup will be run over 450 metres. Meanwhile, Group 1 racing will be held in WA this Saturday for the finals of the Sky Racing Perth Cup and Galaxy. Form Guide, brought to you by Tabs Treble. First leg quarter fail, it's treble time. TNC Supply, gamble responsibly. Call Gambler's Help, 1800 858 858. The Bingley Easter Sale is on now. No, Lionel. Easter has been and gone. I mean our post-Easter sale. No, Lionel. Our pre-Christmas sale? What do we have every April with huge deals store-wide, like TVs, washers, fridges, vacuum, cooking, coffee machines and heaters? Go on. The clue is probably April. The Bingley April sale. Yes. But it's only until... Sunday, April 18th. At Bingley. Australian family owned for over 60 years. 
Get into Totally Workwear Rydalmere for all your winter workwear gear. We stock all the big brands like King G, Hard Yakka, Steel Blue, FXD and Cat with a massive range of shirts, pants, jumpers, jackets and work boots. Need a fresh look for your business? We'll look after you with our custom branding service. Come in store or we'll come to you. Open seven days and now till 7pm every weekday. Totally Workwear Rydalmere, 279 Victoria Road. From suits to boots, we've got you covered. for the most exciting two minutes in sports. The very best of U.S. racing seven days a week. Looking at Lee, can't catch always dreaming, who's the 143rd winner of the Kentucky Derby. Live and exclusive across the Sky Racing Network. The new Pazload Frame Master is still the lightest tool in its class. Now with quicker, easier nail loading, longer fan cycle for improved performance and slip-proof grip for greater comfort. I'm making it with Pazload. Reliability, comfort, performance. Once a year, the stars align. On and off the track at the Star Championships. He's ripping clear now. It's the grand finals of Australian racing, where history is made and champions are celebrated. Featuring the $4 million Longines Queen Elizabeth Stakes. And a big win for a day from the Queen Elizabeth Stakes. The Star Championships Day 2, Saturday, April 17th at Royal Randwick. Tab, long may we play. Gamble responsibly. Call Gambler's Help, 1-800-858-858. Just struggling to get a hold of Steve with us at the moment, so stick with us here on Going Greyhounds. Still to catch up with Steve, Mark Gatt, uh, Steve Noyce of the GBOTA, his first golden Easter egg, and Tony Mestroff, uh, of course, out at Richmond today. We'll have a chat to the GRNSW boss shortly. While we're here on Thursday night, we mentioned the... Uh, Gold Cup heats from Maitland. Those markets are available at tab five. Heats are available races eight uh, through until 12. Tommy Shelby, of course, picking up his third group, one in the Golden Easter Egg of 2021 on the weekend. Racing well, stepped away nicely. Tommy Shelby shanghaied out of the boxes. He's going to cut and run. Tommy Shelby by two, but Wells Park right on his hammer into the back. Though a clear of Baroque Night Devil 16, they're followed up by Fire and Ice. Well back in the field, there was Vicky's Queen. Farmore Beach is near the tail of the field, coming to the turn. Tommy Shelby, the leader, well to the outside. Tommy Shelby, wow, stride for stride. Tommy Shelby, he's in. Rarified air. He's won the egg. Tommy Shelby first. Wow, second. Baroque night, the boulder third. Then Devil 16, Fire and Ice. Zipping. Steve Withers joins us, the trainer of that very dog, Tommy Shelby, picking up his third group one. And what a third group one to pick up. Uh, to add to already a couple of very prestigious group ones. Steve Withers joins us. Stevie boy, how are we? Yeah, good morning, Mark. How are you? Very well, mate. I don't think I'm as well as you, though. Uh, back in Perth? Uh, yeah, got back uh, late last night, so I um, know oh, you probably are traveling a bit better. I'm a little bit uh, battle weary. Yeah, I can imagine after the weekend that was made a sensational performance by not only the dog but yourself, and and some might say a well overdue big race victory for Tommy in Sydney. It's been a, a tumultuous sort of a month, especially qualifying by running second. You might have expected him to win. The punters certainly did, but gee, Saturday's effort must have made it all worthwhile. Yeah, look, racing's um, it's a tough sport. Uh, there's there's so many good dogs you don't take anything for granted, and exactly that with any sort of races, that you don't have to be far off for these other good dogs to claim you. So, yeah, we're never disappointed or disrespectful to the opposition. It's um, the wins are very appreciated though, and yeah, it was nice to see him come out running and, and get some clean air up front on Saturday. 
What about during the run? You're just a bit like Mark Gat, who we'll chat to later. You've got so much confidence in this dog. Uh, during the run, when Wow landed right on your hammer, did you know that he would pull out plenty and win? Um, you, we're very Tommy likes off tracks. Um, you, you, I've got the utmost confidence in my dog. So, yeah, when he was on the arm and, and cutting sectionals, I thought it was going to take something pretty special to get across the top of him. And he's a social media star, Tommy Shelby. Uh, not unlike yourself, in real life more so yourself, Steve. <laughs> Tommy Shelby uh, on the social media. you got the Hummer back home and uh, the bacon and eggs for breakfast. Look, you've got to be very careful who you align yourself with. Um, the Carters <laughs> and Toby Weeks, they're, they're wild boys. So um, it got taken out of my hands pretty quick and Tommy and I were both just passengers on the ride from there. Speaking of passengers on the ride, Steve, uh, a lot of people have helped you to get to this stage. You've done a lot of travelling over the east and you've uh, had some... Very, very welcoming hosts. Tell us about them. Yeah, look, it's a massive team that um, sees a tour like Tommy's go around the country. Um, it's not just Tommy, although he is the superstar. and I'm just a facilitator in the middle, but, um, yeah, the family at home, the wife and the kids, and Mick and Jody Harders and all their help and assistance. And then, obviously, we stayed. Uh, we started out in Sydney with Michael Eberin again, like we usually do, but the floods really pushed us out of there. So we were back up to the farm where we reared at Kenya Greyhounds with Toby Weeks, but... Yeah, Melbourne, the Greenhose in Melbourne and down in Tasmania. But it, it's it's huge, Mark. It really is. There's so many people. that it, It's a proper team that makes this sort of thing go around. Yeah, no doubt. Yeah, forever grateful for all of those people. And even speaking to Toby, uh, Toby, he's, uh, like you said, he's mad, but he's a, he's a brilliant fella. And staying with him for the last couple of weeks and even leading up to the weekend, uh, for him to be back home, and Toby's always said he thought this dog had Group 1 ability. He was proven right for the third time on Saturday night. Was there anything that you did during the week out at Dubbo Way? I don't know the exact area of the property, but I know it's out Dubbo Way. Was there anything different that you did to try to get the dog to uh, Shanghai like he did on Saturday, and it, it just happened to come off? Uh, well, we went for a game of golf. Um, <laughs> he stayed home, but um, yeah, the game of golf seemed to work. Uh, when we were in Melbourne as well for the Australian Cup, so it might be something we have to introduce on every tour now, every trip. Absolutely, but he, but I'm sure he would have felt very comfortable out at Toby's place where you were staying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Look, Tommy reared out there. He grew up from a pup through to um, breaking stage out at Toby. So uh, once we got out there, you could see he was aware that of the paddocks and the surroundings and the around him. It was quite noticeable. But yeah, he was comfy. Excellent, and it showed in the performance on Saturday. Where to next for for Tommy Steve? Is there a Race for him on Saturday on uh, Sky Racing Perth Cup night? No, he's, uh, his diet slipped a little bit over the last couple of days. He's in mind both just quietly, but <laughs> um, so we won't push him around on the racetrack this week and let him have the week off. We'll, we'll probably head out there if we can get the clearance with the stewards. And we've got a presentation to do for the um, volunteer bush firefighters of WA for the um, Australian Cup month for our um, charity donation. So, yeah, we might wheel Tommy out there and let everyone have a pat without any... Um, qualms or worries about people and swabs. Yeah, outstanding. Uh, we look forward uh, to that and we look forward to seeing the footage and, and the rest of it. Uh, he's won two of the biggest races on the group race calendar now, Steve. Is there any part of you now thinking about stud or happy to keep him racing? Yeah, no. Well, Hopefully we'll start and morph um, both duties together, Mark. We'll um, space out his runs a little bit more now. And look, he, he loves racing and he enjoys it so we're not going to take that away from him but we'll probably start and spread him out month by month, the races, and just um, target more of the, the bigger ones, if he's okay, and 
um, try and uh, build up some stock and, and get the stud thing happening in between and see if he can handle both jobs at the one time. I know I struggled at it when I, when I was a teenager, but Tommy's better than me, so I've got a bit of confidence in him. How did I know that you were going to go there, Steve? <laughs> we need a bit of help setting up his Tinder account too. I know he's got Facebook and um, Twitter, but the Tinder one we're not so sure about. We've got no exposure in that range. Hey, Steve, I'll just get a, a quick comment from you from the outside looking in at Little Brother on the on the weekend as well in race five earlier on in the evening. Jungle Juice, uh, that looks a very smart greyhound too out of Serena Fly High. Yeah, we've been following him since he turned up on the scene. And you know that Jack Smith, um, well, he sort of handed the baton to us after the feral. Um, he had the original People's Champion and he's a fantastic guy with a dog as well. And um, to see him with another one that's um, emerging on the scene and he looks very exciting as well. Jungle Juice will be um, following his career closely. Fan before, of him. And before we let you go, Steve, just on the, the charity side of things, um, he goes over a million dollars. What is it? A million seven thousand. His uh, earnings now. He becomes the new million dollar man and a huge slice of that going to charity. Uh, Steve, the, the win on Saturday night, what slice uh, goes to the bushfires, did you say? Uh, no, that was the month before the bushfires, uh, right. so we're just uh, finishing that one off. But um, the uh, Golden Easter Egg month, that was um, Starlight Children's Foundation. So, yeah, 5% of the total earned there, um, so about t- plus the heats and finals, probably close to 15000 We're up over the $50,000 mark now that we've um, sent through to charities. Simply incredible. And, and I know that the uh, PRAs have obviously been involved in obviously doling out the prize money. are awfully proud of you and your team to yourself, Kira, your lovely bride, uh, of course, Mick and Jodie Harders, Toby and Jess as well, the week's also involved. Congratulations, Steve. Uh, it's been a huge ride and it's not over yet. Yeah, we love having everybody aboard with us. We hope we can, can uh, carry on. Steve Withers, a good man joining us on Going Greyhounds. We'll head to a break before we catch up with another Group 1 winning trainer from the weekend, Mark Gatt. Impressive power and rhythm. Impending the one-two classy. Impeccably bred. A son of champion, Lonro, from dual Group 1 winner, Nemesin, a family of millionaires. Lonro, he's coming, he's going to get there. Yes, Lonro won it. What a champion. What a way to go. Imagine winning all the big races against all the good horses. Well, you can. Impending. First yearlings at the sales now. Impossible to ignore. G'day, this is Dave Stanley. Racing HQ Friday is all about winners. 9am, the putters panel. 10am, New South Wales previews. 10.30, Menangle with Fred Hastings. 10.45, Wentworth Park with Tim Newbold. And 11 o'clock, the Friday fill-up with Luke Marlowe. Friday is for winners. Racing HQ on Sky Sports Radio. The new Pazload Frame Master is still the lightest tool in its class. Now with quicker, easier nail loading, longer fan cycle for improved performance and slip-proof grip for greater comfort. I'm making it with Pazload. Reliability, comfort, performance. Racing, prim and proper, got away cleanly. Fernando Caz began brilliantly. Fernando Caz and prim and proper, they go together. Getting through to third burn time. The outside, here's Tears. They'll follow by Let's See. Then zipping the seco. Stanley wrote his second last. 12 from the leader. And at the tail of the field is Maggie Mumu working into the back. Pilot Fernando Caz, a length and a quarter, prim and proper. Followed up by zipping the seco. Let's See, burn time. Stanley Rose looks 
looking for an inside run. Not there at the moment. Coming to the home corner. Fernando Caz still in front over Prima and Proper. Stanley Road is rattling. Fernando Caz. Stanley Road coming late. Fernando Caz. Stanley drives. He's got up. Stanley Road has stormed up on the inside. Nailed Fernando Caz right on the line. And a great go. Let's see Motor to grab third. Close up Prim and Proper. Wonderfully described by Tim Newbold. Race six on Saturday night. The Group 1 Association Cup going the way of Stanley Road. This Greyhound's second Group 1. Mark Gatt's third Group 1 overall. Pretty decent weekend, Mark Gatt, as he joins us. The Rabbits got the job done against the Broncos quite comfortably. And then a Group 1, Mark. Welcome to you. Good morning. Thanks, mate. How, how are you, Mark? Yeah, very good, mate. How about you? You still riding the high from Saturday night? Yeah, I am. Um, you know, you, these wins don't come around too often. So when, when you get them, you really got to got to enjoy them and sort of back to the grind now But um, and, and sort of looking for the next one, I suppose. But uh, no, we, we really enjoyed it. You're always going to be holding your breath with this guy and his racing style. Uh, like I said to Steve just before, you're both very similar in the amount of confidence that you have in your chases and especially your confidence in this guy because I heard you saying after Saturday night's win that he's just got such a, a big brain and he's such a smart dog. So with that in mind, down the back when you knew where he was and where he had to navigate his way through, what were you thinking? Mate, I... I I was actually still fairly confident going down the back. When you run into a dead end up on the top turn, I I started to worry a bit. And then I sort of, I'll be honest with you, I wasn't real confident through the through the home turn. But once he burrowed, there wasn't really a run there. He, I think it was the the pink zipping the seco. He burrowed his head up underneath it and sort of just pushed it off the fence and got the, the rails run. But once he sort of got his shoulder on the fence and got clear up the straight, I... I grew confidence then, but when I went back and and watched the replay, I I um I don't know why I felt so confident. It, it, it looked like it was in a fair bit of trouble when I watched the replay. As a special win, your first Group One win in Sydney. It's been touched on. You've won a Group One over in WA Cannington. You've won a Group One in Victoria with this very dog, and now to get one in Sydney must be pretty special. Mark, Sorry, you there, got, mate? Yeah, you, we've got you. It must be pretty special to pick up that hometown Group One. Yeah, mate, it was, um, it's like you said, I've got the two others in the state and to get one on home soil was a, was a real good feel. And just with a dog like him, he's, he's such an exciting dog. Just, I think everybody loves it. Uh, a run on dog, a dog that can come from behind and use their brains a bit. They're exciting to watch. And, um, yeah, I'm no different. I, I, I really enjoy training a stayer and especially a dog with racing traits like him. Now, Mark, uh, the last, few Saturday nights that I have been to Wentworth Park and your greyhounds have, have been in there, this guy especially for the summer distance plate and even the, the heat last week and the final on the weekend and even Shanjo Prince winning on the weekend. I don't think I've heard any any bigger roars at a racetrack. Uh, obviously, you give out a fair few tips, don't you, mate, on the track? Yeah, Sorry, mate, you just broke up a bit. Sorry. Um, I was just saying that You've, uh, you must be giving out a fair few tips on the track, people coming up to you and asking for a tip because some of the biggest roars I've heard at Wentworth Park have been when your dogs have won, the likes yeah, of they, Shanjo Prince and the likes of Stanley Road. Yeah, they were. Well, like I said, everybody likes a, a run-on sort of win and they'll both. Stanley Road's run was enormous as well. He'd come from maybe a dozen off him up the back and sort of looked no hope and just jumped out of the clouds. And, and Stanley Road was the same. So I think... Uh, 
you know, and they were both obviously in the market. So when the punters are punters are on and 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 they and a dog puts in an effort like that for them, I suppose they really enjoy it. Absolutely. Tell us about your owner Eddie Kingswell, uh, one of your biggest supporters for a long time, Mark, but not doing great health wise at the moment. Yeah, well, Eddie basically, um, I'm training off Eddie's property here at Belmere, and he sort of uh, give me give me an opportunity to train professionally on a off a great facility from day one, and he's uh, I've had a lot of lot of luck with Eddie, and um, yeah, just done. Unfortunately, the last couple of weeks he he's got a bit of bad news, and um, he's he's dealing with brain cancer. So he's look, he's doing really good. He's in good spirits. He's he he's not a whinger. He's just getting on with it and concentrating on the dog. So you know, um, I, I think I think just the dog winning and um, and and keeping him happy and, and keeping him occupied is really good for his uh, for his head day. They tell me you've got to try and stay as positive as you can, and I suppose this is something positive in his life at the moment, so it can only help. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, where to next? He's the $4 favourite for the Sandown Cup in a month and a half's time. Potentially head to Queensland for a look ahead of the Winter Carnival. What's the plan next for Stanley Road? Yeah, well, I think what we're going to do, we're just, we're, we're going to, uh, I'll give him a little bit of time off and, and uh, well, I don't know. I might look for a race in between somewhere. I'm not. I'm not completely sure what I'll do. But basically, the next aim is the Sandown Cup, mm. and we'll get him down there and give him a few looks at Sandown and and uh, make sure he's he's uh, well well aware of all the surroundings at Sandown. And um, yeah, so that that will be the next mission. And then after that, you've got uh, the Brisbane Carnival. So there's a State of Origin series, and and then the I think it's the Brisbane Cup or Queensland Cup over seven twenty metres, a Group One. So um, they're they're the next they're the next two uh, races we'll be aiming him aiming him at. But just in between, I'm not quite sure what I'll do yet. I I'll, I'll just see. If, I, I don't want to give him sort of five weeks off till the Sandown Cup. I want him racing in between somewhere. So we'll I, yeah, like I said, I just don't know exactly where, but we'll find something. Well, Mark, you're very good with your time to us uh, here across the sky. Racing and Sky Sports Radio Network. We appreciate it once again, and a big congratulations and the Rabbitohs, mate. Uh, what yeah, a four no. and one flying. They're going really good, mate. Hopefully, they can uh, keep going, and Stanley can follow. Like the sound of that. Big thanks to Mark Gat for joining us here on Going Greyhounds. We'll catch up with uh, GBOTA's Steve Noyce after this. Affordable racehorse ownership rising to your colt by Smart Missile from Galileo's Choice. Trainer Joe Pride at Warwick Farm. 5% 2400, 200 a month covers costs. Call Shelley Hancocks 0352749171 or see website hancocks.com.au AFSL double two seven three six five. Today's racing brought to you by Tabs Treble. First leg quarter fail, it's treble time. TNC supply, gamble responsibly. Call Gambler's Help 1800 858 858. North Pacific. What a weapon. I remember the first time when I saw North Pacific, you just went, wow. North Pacific won the up and coming. It was like a barrier trial. He comes to the outside, North Pacific. He's the real deal, the brazen Bocock. The Golden Rose, well, that certainly showed that North Pacific was a genuine Group 1 horse. Ole Kirk, North Pacific, stride for stride. We've always had two really good colts. He uses class. Go to Newgate and have a look for yourself. Welcome back to Going Greyhounds, 10.55am. Mark Olmus with you. Steve Noyce from the GBOTA joins us. Steve, your first golden Easter egg as the boss. What did you make of the experience? Welcome. Uh, 
as we said, all the way through glorious. It was, uh, yeah, quite amazing. Um, there were times where uh, noise was under pressure. Um, you live and, and deliver. Uh, your first experience is quite amazing. And uh, But I don't think I could have written the scripts last Saturday night when, uh, you know, Stanley Road just knows where that winning post is, shooting up the inside and, and then the egg. And in a non-racing sense, we had a little technical issue with sound, but I'm a great believer of doing the national anthem live at big events rather than... Anyway, when uh, Mon started singing, the whole stand just erupted in in the national anthem and then within 15 seconds, the dogs were in and I guess the, the two best dogs, um, you know, were toe-to-toe against each other and then, of course, to see Steve Keep uh, finish third, um, you know, it was just... Yeah, there was there were so many things to uh, to get excited about on the night, and um, you know I hope that uh, the stars of the show, being the greyhounds, the trainers, the owners, and the breeders, um, you know, appreciated the you know the facilities here, the track, and everything. So yeah, pretty special all, all in all, mate. One highlight from you, Steve. Um, yeah, that's a that's a that's a good one. Um, yeah, just, I think the owners and the trainers and the greyhounds being afforded the respect that they deserved. And then I find people in life pretty simple, Mark. You know, I'm sure you're the same. If you afford respect to people, then it comes back. And then, you know, you can achieve... I keep saying this, this greyhound industry can achieve as much as it wants. Sometimes we get caught up with little squabbles. But, uh, yeah, probably probably just the, the, whole, uh, the whole support we got from all of those stars of the show. Yeah, well done to you and your team. A, a superb job because it was a brilliant night. Uh, the GBOTA was also able to help with a fundraiser for the Mid-North Coast flood victims. How did that go on the night and how much was raised? If rumours are true, it was a heck of a lot and a mighty effort by yourself and, of course, everybody chipping in. It was... Um... <laughs> On an action-packed night, try to squeeze it. It's interesting, of course, with all the presentations and things. But uh, you know, Cat and Jace, um, the the effort that they did, and I think it talks a lot about your industry when someone's in trouble. That people like those to uh, put their hand up to help, and then Ronnie Arnold did a great job of auctioning, and so all up. Um, and and my thanks to Steve and all the team at Tweed Heads Track. They rang me on Saturday afternoon to say, Noisy, we want to." bid $3,000 for one of the straws, and I was overwhelmed with that generosity. And then he floored me by saying, as soon as you buy it, we'll donate it back. So that was fantastic. So uh, we ended up with $14,300, which was an amazing effort. And then, because I'm a simple bloke, I don't like odd numbers. So I suggested (laughs) to uh, Wayne Billet at Greyhound Racing New South Wales that 14, it's too hard to write 14 three, so we'd rather write $20,000. So with the support of GA New South Wales and GBATA, I'm, I'm really proud to say that there'll be $20,000 um, being, um, you know, being provided and, yeah, you'd love to give them more money, but I'm sure... I, I think it's two things with fundraising activities. You know, people obviously need the money, but they also... Their heart and their spirit is filled because they know that people are thinking of them and that at these tough times, um, you know, people come good. So thanks to Kat, Jace, uh, the Tweed Heads Club and, and GR New South Wales and, 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 and obviously to all the bidders for their um, for their great support on, as I say, what was a, a glorious night. And to yourself and GBOTA also. Uh, quickly before we let you go, Steve, any shout-outs for some of your team for their work during the carnival? No doubt it's a massive team effort. 
any standout performances in your team? I think uh, there was, but rather than me single anyone out, you know, that one of the mottos of successful organisations are that the most successful organisations are the ones where no one really cares who gets the credit. And, um, you know, it's a team effort, mate. And, uh, yeah, I think it would be unfair to see, you know, the people here know the ones that provide the great support. And I appreciate the opportunity. But I think the more we operate as a team, um, and in that vein, I'd also like to thank the Jewick stewards for their support and GR New South Wales. You know, this is a team effort and the greater the the greater the results of the team are the greater efforts of everyone working together and uh, also thanks to you and all the team. As I say, I love the opportunity to talk about this great industry whenever we can and uh, we're taking off, mate, and I hope everyone hangs on tight because there's an exciting journey ahead for everyone. Too right. Well said, and it's obviously a mantra that's worked very well for yourself in the past, Steve. Thanks for coming on Going Greyhounds. My pleasure, mate. Thanks a lot. Have a great day. Steve Noyce there, the head of the GBOTA. We'll take a quick break before we round out the show with the boss of Jaron SW, Tony Mistroff. On Sky Sports Radio, the traffic report. Craving chicken? Head to Red Rooster for the $5 quarter lunch. Chicken, chips, mash, gravy. What are you waiting for? The rooster's calling. Get it while you can, where you can. Available till 4pm. Seven Hills, Prospect Highway, Abbott Road. Traffic lights flashing yellow. Eastern Creek, the M7 northbound off-ramp to the M4. Two-car accident northbound lane to Ingleside. Motorvale Road, a Cambricky Road, a truck broken down westbound left-hand lane. The remarkable new Hyundai i30 in five-door hatch or the all-new i30 sedan is remarkable value. Get the i30 hatch from just 25490. Test drive the Hyundai i30 today. I'm Silvio on Sky Sports Radio. Sky Sports Radio's Racing HQ. Racing HQ. Everything you need for a winning day. Welcome back to Going Greyhounds. Mark Olmos with you at one minute past 11am. We've got the Chief of Greyhound Racing New South Wales, Tony Mestroff, on the line. Tony, a busy morning for you. Thanks for joining us. What can you tell us about the news out of Richmond? Good morning, Mark. Yeah, history is in the making. We launched our straight track today at Richmond. Um, it's the first straight track in New South Wales. Um, we've got a meeting. It was the official opening today, Mark. We've got a, our first meeting, uh, tab meeting on Saturday the 24th of April. The track looks absolutely magnificent. The team's done a, a terrific job, particularly given the amount of rain um, a couple of weeks ago. So mm. big announcement for New South Wales Greyhounds today. Yeah, that's fantastic and must be a huge sense of achievement to get this up and running. Yeah, it was a huge sense of achievement. I think it's, a, it's been a long time coming um, and a lot of planning's gone into it. But look, we really want to um, give an option to participants around straight racing. As you know, um, there's a lot of dogs that, that race better um, down the straight track and want to race down the straight track. So particularly from a welfare point of view, we're so happy this has been implemented. Um, you know, obviously injuries are reduced by straight track racing. So all in all, a, a great welfare day for uh, Greyhound Racing New South Wales. This is only the beginning of exciting things to come really or we're in the middle of it uh work's almost completed at grafton and some big news out of goulburn recently too yeah exciting times um for greyhound racing grafton which is our biggest project ever embarked um from greyhound racing new south wales 4.5 million that is on track once again considering the amount of rain the team's done a fantastic job we expect that to be one of the the best tracks in New South Wales. And then we um, we haven't got an announcement. We're working with, obviously, council, club and government to um, 
possibly look at another straight track at Goulburn um, to complement Richmond and also a renovation of the track. So exciting times, Mark. Yeah, that's fantastic to hear. What about your highlight from Saturday night, uh, Tony? It was a, such a wonderful night of chasing. The atmosphere was superb, which I guess is above all if you are on track and even if you are watching at home to see and hear all the, the live scenes. What was your highlight? Oh, look, the absolute highlight of the night was, for me, obviously a New South Wales dog didn't win, um, but more than happy um, for Tommy Shelby to, to win. It's been a fantastic dog. And just the atmosphere, I, I love seeing people going back to events after all COVID, particularly greyhound racing. The club did a fantastic job um, on Saturday night. A great crowd was in, a great atmosphere, and the race was, was brilliant, you know, um, unfortunately, Wow couldn't get there, but Tommy Shelby's an absolute star. So I just love seeing people going back to greyhound racing. I think we've given the the community and also people um, the opportunity to come back to racing with the perception now that um, we're an acceptable industry. So that's probably what I was most proud of. Yeah, absolutely. And, and just from a PRA's perspective also, Tony, uh, I mentioned it to Steve earlier, to hear that such a large chunk of prize money is going the way of charity must fill you with a, a, a bit of pride. Yeah, fantastic. And look, the, the whole the whole community's come together. On Greyhound Racing, we are a, a community-focused industry. So for that was just phenomenal. Um, we continue also to get wagering returns, as you mentioned. Um, you know, it was a record on Saturday night. For a, for a golden Easter egg, which just makes me even happier and the, the industry is growing considerably. That's terrific to see. Tony Mestrov, always good with your time. A very busy man. Thanks for coming on Going Greyhounds. Thanks for your support, Mark. Anytime. Uh, great industry. Great to see so many people. Smiling faces on track also. Um, for those of you uh, the casual greyhound racing observer, uh, get to Wentworth Park. Uh, it is a buzz, especially one of the big nights. We're not too far away from the Bob Payne, the ladies' bracelet also. Uh, they'll both be terrific nights of chasing. Bring the kids along uh, on occasion. There are the, the greyhound adoption dogs there, and you can have a pat and have a play. They are wonderful, wonderful animals. Markets are available for the Sandown Cup. We mentioned Stanley Road, $4 favourite. Tommy Shelby's involved in all of those uh, Harrison, Dawson, uh, even Melbourne Cup, million-dollar chase-like markets as well. And the Maitland Cup heats or Gold Cup heats are available at Tab also. Uh, it's been great being with you on Going Greyhounds. Hope you enjoyed the Golden Easter Egg weekend and this wrap-up edition. This time next week, I'm sure we'll uh, touch on who won the Sky Racing uh, Perth Cup as well as the Galaxy and as well as those heats of the Maitland Gold Cup. Five heats coming up this Thursday. Thanks for Going Greyhounds with us. At Drummond Golf, we understand your passion. Nice roll. And that's because every Drummond Golf store is owned and run by a local who loves the game as much as you do. Yeah, it's come off the face really well. Someone who knows where you play and what you need. Oh yeah, looking good. With Australia's biggest range and expert knowledge. Great. Now let's try that putter with this grip. So if you want to improve your game, see a local expert at Drummond Golf.